everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Craig Bowlerjack hanging out as well. We're live at the store here in Holiday, 2050 East, 6200 South. Uh, come enjoy the 1280 pizza deal. $12.80 will get you a fresh wood fire pizza, smoked barbecue wings, and a 32-ounce fountain drink. Plus, you'll be entered to win a Yeti cooler or autographed game-worn shoes from one Jeff Hornacek. So uh, lots of reasons to come down here, particularly the food. The pizza is just amazing here at the store. So come on by and see us. Let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, the new head coach of the Salt Lake City Stars, Nathan Peavy, with us here on the big show. Coach, first and foremost, congratulations. Thanks for jumping on with us. Oh, thanks very much, and uh, thank you for having me on. Our pleasure. Uh, tell us uh, kind of how you felt initially when you got the news you were going to be the next big uh, or the next head coach. I mean, it was it was just a very exciting uh, exciting time for me, and uh, and I was just thankful and honored, you know, just to be able to continue to coach this team, and um, you know, just being part of this foundation that we've been building here these years. You know, I'm just. Now I'm just, it just had me eager to start preparing for next season. So, Nathan, you and I have something in common that's kind of unusual. Okay. We've both been to Paderborn, Germany. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You go, you just drive through us and turn right at Dortmund and drive on out to Paderborn. Yep. You, you, yeah. uh, what was it like uh, playing? in places like that, and also in Puerto Rico. What was your playing career like? You know, my playing career was just like, it was just a great experience for me. Like, it really, not just in basketball, but in life, because it just really shaped uh, my character and my mindset, really broadened my horizons. Um, And I think that ultimately helped me as a player, too, because then I was able to kind of really learn from the from the European game and how they uh, how they play the game, obviously it's different from here in the states. And then also being being able to represent Puerto Rico for the national team and also playing in the domestic league, I got to see another side of that uh, of basketball from their standpoint. Um, so uh, just a lot of combinations of those uh, playing in playing in the states and in Europe and in Latin America. It just really shaped um, not just me as a person, but my game also. So I just found it just a great experience and, and, and definitely, definitely something I would cherish. Coach, it's uh, Craig Bowler, Jack. I'd like to echo uh, my congratulations as well. And it's, it's an amazing thing what the Jazz do in developing not players only, but coaches yeah. as well. Speak to that because you've had that time uh, to, to watch and learn, and now it's your turn. But the Jazz are so good about finding you know, coaches or players and then giving that opportunity uh, and, and grow within the organization, but also to excel and, and, and get a chance to get to, to the level you want. Yeah, I mean, 
obviously, uh, obviously, bowler like the Jazz have always had a reputation of developing players, and I think that's uh, the same as it comes to staff and coaches. And and I'm just happy to be, to have started my coaching career here within this organization because it really gave me a chance to to grow and develop in my craft and be able to you know, watch people like Coach Snyder and the rest of his staff be able to work with the Jazz and have us integrated with them, you know, and be able to kind of take that down to the G League where we can now put our hands on the younger players that come down to us and be able to develop them and help them grow. You know, I just think it's just been a great experience and I'm very lucky to have, uh, you know, uh, been with this organization because it just has such a great, great reputation and it definitely is it definitely is uh, uh, true what they like. How well they develop everybody here. Nathan Peavy is with us, uh, new Stars head coach on the Big Show on ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty The Zone. And uh, Nathan, I often think coaches are kind of like musicians in a way, where you know you talk oh. to a guitar player and you say, "Who are your influences?" And you know they may say BB King yeah. or or uh, whomever. And coaches are a lot that way. So with that in mind. What are you going to take from Coach Schiller as you've been on his staff for a couple of years? And maybe who are some of your other coaching influences? Uh, well, with, with Coach Schiller, um, he was just an amazing, amazing teacher, you know, mentor of mine, um, really just giving me the opportunity to come in and start coaching. And I just think that, you know, the way he delegated roles to us on staff, it really helped us grow. And I think for him, I learned – really about the leadership factor on how to galvanize the team and not just the team, but your staff also and just to make sure everybody has their role and that they're devoted to that role. That way that you perform as a unit to be able to go out there and just be successful on the floor, you know, and just basically staying steady because the season is a roller coaster, <laughs> you know, everything doesn't go right. So with, with Coach Schiller, it was like, hey, we do the same thing and we keep drilling it every single day. We just come in and just work our butts off. And, you know, obviously the, the results will follow. Nathan, how great you mentioned the connection between the Jazz and the Stars. How, how, uh, how tight is that? Are you running many of the same things that the Jazz do? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of correlation between us and the Jazz, obviously, because you think about, you know, the main goal of the G League is to develop these young players. So, you know, we want to, as they are brought down to us to, to be able to play and gain experience, they, um, you know, we try to integrate a lot of the jazz systems within how we play. That way they are, they, they are ingrained and, and they know what they're doing if they, ever, if, if they ever get the opportunity to get called back up to the jazz and be able to kind of know um, terminology and systems uh, how the Jazz do things, and and uh, that's that's just made that's just one of the main goals overall to to to, to have, and um, yeah, so that's 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 uh, what it is. You know, Coach, uh, I was able to call the three scrimmages, the eight seeding games so far in the playoffs to yeah. come on Monday, and I don't think I've ever seen. Uh, more minutes played by a younger group of players, and you know them very well, Mieoni and Jarrell Brantley and Rajon Tucker. They have impressed many, and what I see is athleticism. I see toughness. I see defenders, uh, and I see hunger. What What do yeah. you know about them that maybe we didn't see uh, during those so far those eleven games? 
Well, Bowler, what you see is what you get with those guys. I mean, out there, the performance that they've been putting on has been awesome. Um, it's been great to see them, you know, really, really those young players coming to their own because I know firsthand seeing them every day with us in practices and in workouts, they really dedicate a lot of effort and a lot of time into developing their craft, honing their skills, really trying to get familiar with the jazz systems. And, you know, it's nothing special. It's nothing magical that you have to do. It's just they come in and they work every single day. And now you're kind of seeing the fruits of that labor uh, on, on in, in, in these games here um, for for these past few games. You're just, just, seeing, you're just seeing that come into fruition for them. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations again. Thank you so very much for jumping on with us. All the best. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. Thank you very much, guys, for having me on. Thank you. That is new Salt Lake City Stars head coach Nathan Peavy. And, uh, Bowler, we'll start with you. He's, I mean, what the, the Stars have built, and he's been a part of that on that staff for the past three years, is, is, is really, uh, really amazing. But he's, he's very impressive. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing, too, is that, you know, you've got a, D, a G League All-Star in Jarrell Brantley. And, of course, he knows his abilities. He's a 6'5", 250-pound guy that plays even bigger, in my opinion. But, you know, again, it goes back to finding some, some gems. And hopefully, just for example, you know, you pick players late in, in second rounds. And you wonder, can you develop them into bona fide NBA players. You remember Millsap was a second-round pick, yep. right? And he became a four-time All-Star with, with Atlanta. And, of course, we'll see him as well. Uh, he's not the impact player that he once was, uh, but yet still uh, he's going to play minutes uh, for, for the Nuggets in this playoff series against the Utah Jazz. So, you know, it's, it's intriguing to watch the youth and, 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 the, and how the Jazz actually do let people grow within their own organization. I mean, the Stars is a great example of a couple, three players that have a real chance um, of getting time maybe in the playoffs, but also being a bigger part of this uh, roster when a new season rolls around. Uh, Gordon, I'm glad uh, you can bond uh, with yet another Salt Lake City Stars head coach on uh, German culture. Yes, jawohl. Uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> funny. Paderborn is, uh, is a little town that's uh, outside uh, some of the bigger metropolises, but uh, not a bad place. By the way, quick update. Yeah, there needs to be an update. Breaking news. The convoy has arrived, Gordon, just so you know. Just keep you you up to date. The convoy. Do do they know exactly what your order is, or is this this an ad lib and just kind of they're just going off the cuff? Well, here's the problem. I'm sitting here listening to DJ and Scotty, and they're talking about these various – I mean, there's so much to choose from. And so they asked me that question, and I said, it's all good. You know, I said, go down there and take recommendations from the people who are there who know what they're talking about. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they bring back. You're not going to regret it, buddy. You're not going to regret it. It's, I don't, it's pretty I don't, good. I don't, I don't think I, I will. I they've ordered. Yeah. I'm watching them maybe get ready to walk out of here. Two, four, six, eight pizzas. I'm not sure what, what your count. Oh, at least. At least I, I could see some wings there, too. I don't know what that is uh, uh, in the white box I on think top. It, that, well, that cheesy let bread? me. Let me echo what, oh, uh, what Rick, Maja- ah. Rick Majerus once said when he uh, was at a restaurant ordering, and uh, he he was he was ordering a different meal, but as an appetizer, he ordered a an extra large pizza, 
Hmm. And some somebody said to him, Rick, that's a that that's that's your appetizer. And he said, it's only one pizza. <laughs> I've heard stories. It's, all, he it's only it's in, only a, ten pizzas. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Isn't it true though, Gordon? That the, the the folklore is that he many times would order one entree off of the menu, one one of each. Right. Entree. Everything. Give me the left Pizza's and the right everybody. side. That's a promise. I mean, those are those are legendary, <laughs> you know, uh, I, uh, stories. Britton once told me a story that that uh, Rick was just was famous for asking you if he could finish your meal before you were done. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd say, hey, you're going to eat the rest of that. And before he could say, no, I'm still working on it, he had it in front of yep. him and then just going to town. Gone down. Gone. Legendary so I'll tell appetite. You, well, all right. All right. I was going to tell a story, but I better not. I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. But one well, you thing can't I do that to, now. You can't no, start and to. go, oh, I better I, not. I, Gordon, I you can't to, do that. Because I like my job. <laughs> you put the brakes on it, huh? <laughs> yeah, on that one I do. But uh, one of the things that fascinates me about Nathan Peavy is is anybody who's in that role, you're a coach, right? You're developing your skills, and, and yet you have to stay connected to the parent club and what they're doing because part of your job is, is getting those guys ready for that role, and yet you have your own ideas in various situations when you're in competition. So balancing all of that must be quite a trick. Well, and yeah, and Coach Schiller was really good at that, right? Which is, you know, promote from within, hire some from somewhere else. What I like about the promotion from within with Coach Peavy here is that Martin Schiller was really great in that, what, exactly what you're talking about, Gordon, you know, uh, working with the team while still winning basketball games, by the way, over there at Salt Lake Community College, but uh, getting the work in for the parent club. And I would guess that Coach Peavy probably picked up a little bit of that and, and that will continue that uh, success with the Stars. Bowler, let me ask you a question that's tough to answer, but of all those young guys that you see hovering around, getting closer to contributing to the Jazz, who do you think is ready to step in? Ooh, you know, that to me is really a huge um, undertaking. The three I keep mentioning caught my eye immediately. I'll break it down this way. Rajon Tucker may be one of the most athletic athletes i have i've put my eyes on lower body upper body the ability to jump he's shown me that he's got some outside uh three-point ability with the drive to the basket and a defender he's he's not afraid i think that's what coach schiller told these guys you know go out and be your be the guy the player that you want to be and brantley is exactly that. He played at the College of Charleston and he's six five as I mentioned, two fifty. But you know, you may say, wow, two fifty, six five, that's kind of Barkley, uh, a little Barkley size. But no, this guy is faster, physical, uh, has a great uh, ability to to move in the paint and finish. And then Mieoni may be the most intriguing at times because he's a, a six five player, a little bit of a Dante Exum look in the sense of just what the Jazz I think hoped Dante would develop into. I saw him play some defense. I saw the three-point shot. Not as consistent as you want, but still has that ability. So, you know, Tucker maybe is intriguing to me the most just because the Jazz are looking, I think, for athletic defenders who can also help on the offensive end. And then, of course, Brantley fits that that as well. Then Mieoni's more a finesse player. So I think all three proved to Quinn Snyder, Dennis, and Justin uh, that they have to be looked at and given a, a, a deeper look 
and how they can fit in uh, into this roster. I don't think they want to sit and watch. I think these all three of these players have the ability uh, to help out the Utah Jazz. All right, well, uh, coming up right around the corner, we'll get to know the Denver Nuggets a little bit more. We'll talk to their radio play-by-play voice straight ahead, but we're live at the store, 2050 East, 6200 South, and Scotty joins us once again, and uh, I saw the Monson crew stop yeah. by. What uh, What is Gordon in store for here? Uh, we loaded them up, Gordon. It's going to be good. Oh, boy. I can't They're, wait. They got a haul coming home. so <laughs> Got an extra trailer on the back hitch. Well, yeah, Scotty, we had to load Scotty. They asked me, which, what do you want? And I said, anything, everything. You know, I mean, yeah. I've been sitting here listening to you describe this food. How can anyone resist? It's been good. It's, yeah, DJ and I, we, we finally had to break down and make one for ourselves because they were <laughs> standing in front of that oven. We're just sweating it out, losing blood sugar. So what would you do? We did the brisket in blue. Oh, it's we so had good. To. It yeah. is so good. So good. Uh, they just brought out, Gordon, they just brought out the mac and cheese pizza. Oh, what would you guys uh, think on that one? Uh, so I haven't tried it quite yet because cool. I, I feel like I might explode. Uh, but I, I will get around to it. <laughs> We've and, gone and through a few. It, so We have. But my, uh, my daughter was here during one of the breaks when, yeah. uh, when they brought it out, and she goes, I love mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing. It looks so good. It and it's got a little uh, brisket on that one, too. Yeah. The brisket's on a few of them. So, uh, Of course, the 1280 pizza deal. Grab a pizza, six smoked barbecue wings, and a 32-ounce fountain drink, uh, and you'll be automatically entered to win either a Yeti cooler worth 250 bucks or a Jeff Hornacek autographed shoe. Which prize? Uh, you're not eligible, Scotty, but which prize not would you Not eligible, chew, but, you could? man, that shoe's pretty awesome from Craig over there, so that's pretty sweet. It's pretty sick. It's worn. I mean, it's lo- it looks awesome. Like it's that's legit. That's the real deal. I got a Scotty. feeling that the Hornacek jumped yeah. a couple of three pointers in those shoes. You know <laughs> uh-huh. what I mean? Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be pretty Scotty, sweet. Scotty, something tells me no matter how many of these pizzas you've had to make in the past, you're going to have to be making a whole lot more with the popularity that uh, is going to be widespread. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy, especially I think people um, got hungry for dinner and showed up, and so they told me to come over here, and we were panicking a little bit. We were getting behind on pizza, so everyone's showing up and Good. The, loving the deal. And, um, and then, yeah, we're start, going to start doing these events and uh, hopefully more and more, but we got repeat customers, people loving them. So. That's great. I could see it's why. Awesome. I mean, the, the, the food is amazing, so They're people awesome. have got to I mean, try it. Sarah Hall makes that dough, and, you know, it's just – it's all made in-house, and it's local. I mean, it's awesome. Scotty, you guys, too, are about ready to, to venture out on catering. And, Gordon, you ought to be one of the first customers, my friend, over at the uh, uh, Casa del Monson. Yeah, I, well, that's a great idea. I mean, yeah. are you, is, how, how, I mean, how do you go about doing that? Have you figured that stuff out yet, Scotty? Yeah, we've been in the process, and we've got a few people who come to see us on Saturdays that have booked dates with us. We just haven't gotten the kind of the details sorted out, but we're working on that now, and uh, we've got one lined up in late August and a couple in early September already. So wow. people are people are excited to have us over. It'll be fun. Well, the number to call for that is 801-272-1212. Again, 801-272-1212. And Scotty with Gordon with five daughters and now grandkids and spouses. That's yeah. a you yeah. got a that's a good client right there. For right. You. I'm worried I didn't send enough home with with <laughs> with those guys, man. But Gordon's on a diet anyway. Yeah, so. he'll be fine. Right, one yeah. slice, Gordon. Yeah, uh, one slice from each one. Yeah. Actually, Gordon, you know what? You just get the back of the line. That's all. You get, you get, you get what's left. Everybody else has that. Well, Scotty, thank you hey, very thank much. Thank you guys and, so much. Uh, the the food is just amazing. You guys are just terrific. So come Appreciate on down and see us at the store, twenty fifty East, sixty two 
hundred South. Grab uh, the twelve eighty pizza deal. There's not a better deal in town. Twelve dollars and eighty cents gets you a pizza, six uh, smoked barbecue wings, and a thirty-two ounce fountain drink. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jason Kosmiski. He is the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets. It's straight ahead here on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. All right, welcome on back. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live today at the store. Come see us, 2050 East, 6200 South, right here in Holiday. Take advantage of the 1280 pizza deal, $12.80 for a wood-fired pizza, smoked barbecue wings, and 32-ounce fountain drink. You know, one thing uh, I love about the store, they're all focused on local. I mean, both you and Locke come down here, Bowler. You know everybody, Jeff, the owner, he's hanging out. I mean... This is one Such of the best local, you know, and a quick story on, on a background is that, uh, you know, I have three sons, all worked here. And, um, you know, they earned enough money to help put some down payment on their first beat-up used car. <laughs> so, yeah, this, the, the, the store, they really focus on, on the local clientele, and it's a great spot. So if you're in around, come on by. $12.80 for a uh, custom-made wood-fired pizza and wings which are great, and plus you get yourself a, a drink to go with it. Pretty awesome. I love it. Actually, you can't beat it. You really can't. Plus, the pizza is just so good. All right, uh, let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He is the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets. He is Jason Kosmiski with us here on the big show. Jason, how's it going? Good, guys. How you guys doing, man? Let's get this thing going, huh? Yeah, right, eh? I, it sounds like you're just as excited as we are. We've got playoff basketball. Give us give us your overall thoughts. What do you think about this matchup? Um, well, I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, Nuggethead is going to tell you, well, they beat them 3 nothing in the regular season. And I, I always warn people, I'm like, yeah, but all three of those games came down to the, came down to the wire. So... Um, you know, I, 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 I love playoff basketball as we all do. I think there should be more hate in sports. You know, this whole thing of like kissing each other. Hello and all that crap. You know, I'm old school. I'm, you know, I'm 52 years old. I mean, you know, I, I, I want there to be like a little bit of fire and, you know, and I promise you after, after this series is over, um, Everybody in Denver is going to hate Salt Lake City, and everybody in Salt Lake City is going to hate Denver. And however it shakes out, we'll find out. Jason, uh, is that what you call uh, Nugget fans, Nugget heads? Well, I mean, you know, there's, you know, the fans. You got them in Utah too. It's where they, um, they, they don't look at the logical side of things. It's just. You know, oh, they screwed us. Oh, they, you know, oh, poor me, all that, all that stuff. So, yeah, for, for those fans, I call them Nuggets heads. And for the rest of the people, I just call them run-of-the-mill NBA fans. Love it. Hey, Jason, Craig, uh, Bowler Jack, uh, hey, let me get your thoughts. How do you, how do you like the bubble? Uh, what's been your adjustment in calling those, those games uh, from far, far away? 
You know, Craig, I, I hate it. Um, and unfortunately for guys like me and you, it, that's the way it's going to be because, um, you know, I'm, I'm calling these games off of a monitor. So some cameraman named Jim is telling me what I should see. And, um, I've been in doing this long enough to where, uh, I can't stand it. But unfortunately, here's what's going to happen is, you know, the suits upstairs are going to figure out, they're going to be like, Oh, wait, we don't have to pay per diem. Oh, wait, we don't have to pay travel. Oh, wait, we don't have to pay hotel room stay. Um, broadcasts sound great. Let's just keep it the same way it is. And, so I, I don't think we're ever going to go back to the old school system, um, but you know it is what it is. So I'll, I'll take basketball. You know, a day with basketball in the NBA is better for me than than any day without it. So however which way that comes, you know, even though you know we're calling these games for the Pepsi Center, and there's like eight people in the building that holds twenty thousand. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get, but I, I think it's a change of the future that where this is what we'll be doing for the rest of our lives. Yeah, you know, uh, we've got uh, eight to ten people as well uh, that are inside Vivint uh, Arena, and it, it just seems so odd. I almost hear the echoes of "Please come back," and whenever that occurs, you know, I, I hope that you know what though. I've got to. I'm trying to be positive because the best broadcast and what the fans truly deserve, and I know you agree, is for us to be there and to also feed off the energy of each and every fan that's in those buildings because that's what makes it all so special. And that's what I've missed uh, during these yeah. scrimmages and these first uh, and the eight seeding games thus far. No, you're 100% correct. But the problem is, is we see that, right? I mean, like, we're broadcasters. We, we understand that. You, you want to see how mad a coach is on the sideline. You want to see how bad the referees are up close and personal. You feed off of energy, and, and you know, we, we need all that. Man, you're on the plane. You found out, you know, somebody's got, like, a little hitch in the giddy-up. Um, although you're not allowed to broadcast it, at least, at least we know. At least we know that. Um, and all that goes away. Um, all that will go away. And so you just uh, – we just got to roll with the new tides, man, and I think they're going to be new tides for, for most everybody out there. Jason, if you've been paying attention uh, to basketball and Mike Malone's career, you've known for a minute that he's a, a pretty darn good coach and, and knows what he's talking about. And why, you know, good coach aside, why has he been such a good fit with Denver and with those players in specific? Well, the first thing, you know what, you know, he came in after Brian Shaw. And I, I just remember, you know, when, when him and I started our relationship, he's just like, dude, we got to change the culture around here. We got to, you know, we got to all come together. And for the first year, maybe year and a half, uh, that's what he did. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that went on. Uh, and by the way, I'm a huge Brian Shaw fan. I love the guy, but um, it just was, was bad timing, timing on, on everybody's account. And so when he came in, you know, his goal was, we just got to change the culture around here. And, and then we started there and then, um, you know, you slowly start building. And, and I, I think the one, the one thing that maybe, I don't know, separates the nuggets and, and not a lot of other franchises is they don't, they're not bringing in Anthony Davis and LeBron James in the off season. Uh, you know, they're not, you know, they're not bringing in Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook and James Harden or whatever. It's been, for the most part, basically the same team 
with draft picks. And they've just stayed consistent with that. So it's, it's, it's kind of like they have a vision. They believe in the vision. Um, you know, there, there was a really strong chance. I don't know if you guys know this or not, that the Nuggets could have got Kyrie had they wanted him. And a lot of general managers would have pulled that trigger because if you win, you know, if the Nuggets win with Kyrie, then you win as a general manager. And Tim Connolly, the, the, the Nuggets vice president of basketball operations, never went that route. And he could have. He could have sold out and got more wins and, and made his resume look better. But they've never done that. They've never really parted from whatever path they're on, uh, and that's above my pay grade. So the one thing that I like about the Nuggets is they've stayed the course. And, and, you know, yes, there's been mistakes down the road, but all these cats now, all, all the big pieces have been together for a while now, and, that, and that's a damn rare thing in the NBA nowadays. Jason, how are you figuring this uh, Rudy Gobert-Jokic uh, matchup is going to go? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I know that Jokic has good numbers against Rudy. Um, by the way, you're welcome, former Nuggets draft pick, Utah. You're welcome for that one. Donovan Mitchell, um, Donovan Mitchell you're welcome for that one. <laughs> um, I, I know Joker's had good numbers to get him, uh, against him. Um, however, here's what I do know, and this is what I believe, is that although Donovan Mitchell is an unbelievable player, and I think that Joe Ingles might be one of the most underrated players in the NBA that nobody ever talks about. Welcome to a small market. That I feel, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, that the Utah Jazz kind of go the way Rudy Gobert goes. If he's out there flying around, dunking, blocking, all that stuff, I think he's one of the few players in the NBA where the team feeds off of that more than somebody else. And I think Joker knows this too. You know, Jokic is a really super smart player. So, uh, you know, uh, how how that matchup's going to go, I think that's going to be the series. I think whoever wins that matchup is going to win the series. And it sounds elementary, but I think it's as simple as that. Yeah. Jason, I agree. I think what we see and what I've seen over the, the years with Gobert, if you get him involved early in a ball game, and that means again, even a touch or two, and that lob pass is dropped perfectly up on his hands at the rim. It energizes him not only on the offensive end, but it picks up his defensive game, and he runs the floor better. He doesn't argue with officials as much, and all of a sudden he just becomes in tuned with his teammates. And I think it makes Donovan a little looser as well. And the other guy you speak of, I'm with you. I think Joe is, you know, Joe's Joe. But Joe has an incredible knack and ability to control the game. I like him with, his ball, with the ball in his hands, and I think he's going to be a big factor in this series as well, as will be the three ball for Utah especially. Oh, I mean, I, you know, if you, one of you guys can introduce me to Joe, I, I'd love to meet him because, you know, we, we, all, we all watch a lot of basketball. And um, to me, the, the dude's sense of humor, I mean, just by barely knowing him and, and just watching what's on TV – I think this dude is hilarious, man. I'd love to have that guy on my team. Um, but, but to your, your guys' point is, yeah, that, that, that's what I think is, is, is Gobert. Once he gets going, I mean, I, I don't know where, where the status is between the whole 
you know, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, COVID thing. We're not friends. We're friends. We're not friends. I mean, I, I don't know what that's all about, nor do I care because I don't like drama. But if you get Rudy going, I just think that, that that's going to be a problem. But to counterpoint that, because I'm a Nuggets guy, is I think Joker knows that. So he's going to do his best to not let that happen, and we'll see how that pans out. Jason, we can't thank you enough for jumping on with us today. And, hey, let's hope we're in for one heck of a series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, heck yeah. Let's start hating each other. I miss those days. (laughs) Thank you, Jason. (laughs) All right. Take care. That's Jason Kosminski. He's the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets. And I got a feeling, man, listening to him and the way he approaches, uh, you put Joe and him in the same room, there'd be a good, they probably get along, pretty yeah. good comedy show right there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of energy. That was fun. One thing I was disappointed with, though, is he talks about uh, being old school, the old days of hating and whatnot, and then he did nothing but compliment the Jazz. Wasn't he supposed to rip them somehow? Well, he's not on the team, Gordon. <laughs> he kind of, yeah, but he kind of is. Uh, well, yeah, in the same way uh, Bowler and Locke are. Yeah, they're part of the team. Same team. Yeah, exactly. Bowler would have been w- willing to rip the Nuggets, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go on radio in Denver. And just, just you know, apart. you guys just a lousy team. <laughs> I, I don't like your bench, and you know, I think there's a reason why Joker is a second round pick. <laughs> See. <laughs> There you go. Take a lot of guts to go on Denver radio and go scorched earth. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, uh, uh, yeah. Twitter would blow up on that one, too. Uh, Yeah, I think so. All right. uh, We'll get to more coming up next. Uh, We'll get some final thoughts from Bowler on the Jazz, and we will draw our winner for, uh, actually, two winners for our two prizes. So you still have, I would say, five minutes to get down here and take advantage of the 1280 pizza deal. A pizza, six wings, and a 32-ounce drink for $12.80. So get down here now. We'll draw a winner coming up next. I want to see somebody come up on two wheels in this parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming up like we just heard someone over there. Uh, We'll see. All right, come on by and see us. We're live at the store. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Desperate for changing, starving for truth. I'm closer to where I started, I'm chasing after you. I'm falling even more in love with you. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Bullerjack hanging out as well. We are live at the store, 2050 6200 South. Uh, the 1280 pizza deal going on right now. Uh, fresh wood fire pizza, six smoked barbecue wings, and a 32 ounce drink for just $12.80. And in fact, the deal has been so popular, they're going to go ahead and continue that tomorrow. So if you come by tomorrow to the store, just ask them for the 1280 deal and they will hook you up. And we'll pick a winner for our uh, contest here momentarily. But, uh, Bowler, just give us a couple of final, uh, not final thoughts from you, but just to. Kind of your your keys going into this series against the Nuggets. What are you going to have your eyes on? All right. I think bottom line, you can talk all you want about Rudy and Jokic, but still, this is a five-on-five, right? And so I think what the Jazz has shown the last three games is now the three-point switch is turned on. And they put 55 threes up in, in that double overtime loss to the Nuggets. And they also had 34 assists. Look, they have to share the ball. They have to 
is, you, you know, this is Quinn's favorite line, the blender, right? We've got to turn the blender on, and it's got to be at high. So you, you've got to be able to move the ball without turnovers because, again, that has been an issue in the bubble. Uh, not the last couple of games, but earlier in scrimmages in those first four games, it was a turnover uh, every other possession at times when the Jazz would fall behind. So you have to make sure if you make the pass to Rudy, it's in his reach and a high percentage shot at the rim, right? Which is what you know Locke will always tell you: threes and and and, and rim play right. is is the uh, is where the league is at now today. So. I mean, it's simple. Rudy's play with Jokic obviously will be one of the biggest factors of it all. But I think, again, who would be the next guy up? Is it Conley? Uh, Is it going to be the bench with Clarkson? Or would it be Joe's solid play um, with the ball in his hands when it's not in Donovan or Conley's hands? And, again, I I think the Jazz feel comfortable when Joe gets going early. There's a slow-mo Joe feel to his game, but still he's able to do things with the layups. He has great timing, and I think Ingles plays a big factor in this playoff series. I really do. Got uh, got another. Yeah, we got pe- another entry here. Yeah, got a bell. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, right. Another, another pizza He got cell. in right under the gun, didn't I, he? I know that's a large, you know, Gordo, I know those are a lot of different, you know, uh, things that you have to look at, but the Jazz are such a high-precision team with many, with very few elements of mistake. Right, yeah. so yeah, they have to play. They yeah. have to play near perfect ball, and I think the turnovers, the threes, and Gobert's play against Jokic would be where I would go. Let me add one other thing, Bowler. I really believe that Gobert is going to be so busy with uh, with the Joker that he's going to have to get some defensive help, not for his particular man, but the guy's got a guard the other players mm-hmm. so that Rudy isn't having to leave Jokic all the time to help the other guys out. So you throw, so, you have to throw Roy, uh, Royce O'Neal in that mix then, right? Yeah, those guys are going to have to at least uh, interfere with guys like Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. They, they're going to have to contribute that way and not leave it all to Gobert. Otherwise, he'll be spinning in a circle the whole series. All right, the, the time has arrived. We are getting some last-minute entries. I love this, man. You I see know. this down the stretch, three three pizza yep. lovers made it. Right there at the end. And, of course, DJ Bolajack has been hanging out with us uh, all day long here at the store, uh, joining the show once again. Uh, take advantage of that 1280 pizza deal. And how about that? Uh, Going to do it tomorrow, too, if people drop by. Yeah, we, yeah, we figured... We figured, why not? Let's, uh, let's keep things rolling, and uh, people are excited about the pizzas, and um, let's keep it going. Day two. Yeah. I can see why. The pizzas have been great. All right. Uh, well, l- let me do the cooler. I feel like you, uh, Craig, I think you should do the, uh, the shoe. Do the Hornacek shoe? Yeah, I think you should do the Hornacek Someone's shoe. Someone's new planter at home. All uh, <laughs> the tulip coming up through there. <laughs> All right. Uh, the winner of the Yeti cooler worth $250 is Brent Stoll. Congratulations to Brent Stoll, Brent and we've Stoll. got your email, uh, your info. So Way to go, Brent. We'll be getting in touch right. with you if you're uh, not listening. Hey, Gordon, I know you. Uh, if you want to go out and about, maybe stop by Brent's house a little bit later. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, cooler will be up and running. I'm going to do oh, like yeah. a mid mid reach in here. All right, all right. All right let's this see. This is for is, the shoe. This is for a guy that uh, I think Jazz Nation has always had a, a soft spot for, right? Yes. And of course, the oh, jersey. Yeah. The jersey's in the arena. It's authentic. And it's a, it is authentic. It's that, a beautiful thing. Yeah, that thing. is true. Uh, let's see here. Um, drum roll. Johnny uh, Lightfoot. 
<laughs> I'll be dog. Is Jeff Horn a second? No, it's, uh, it's Russ Lytle. Russ? Ooh, Russ Lytle. I believe L-I-G-H-T-A-L. Is that right? All right. Hey, Russ, congratulations. Uh, you got yourself Jeff Hornacek, size 13. That was worn. <laughs> and you'll also be able to pick some lint. <laughs> Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some sock in there. Oh, there's sock in there. It's, it's game worn, baby. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah. We want to say it, thank you. Does don't. it does it stink, fellas? Uh, actually, DJ smelled it earlier. What did you think, DJ? How's the aroma of Winter? the shoe? You know, it's still it's faded, but you can it's slightly there. Slightly it's just there for you know it's authentic, <laughs> man. Like I said. Oh man, we want to say a great thanks to all our listeners who have come down here today and enjoyed the pizza. Uh, DJ, thank you very much for Absolutely. for feeding us so so much. So many pizzas. I am so delicious. Full. Every one of them. You know, usually How I like to stay enjoy? up a little later on a Friday night. You know, the weekend or whatever. I'm st- I'm I'm going to be out as soon as I get home. <laughs> I'll tell you what, food coma, food food coma coming my way. <laughs> oh man! All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Live at the store here in Holiday, ninety-seven five twelve. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Buller, Jack, hanging out with us today. We are live at the store, and we want to say a big thanks to uh, what Scotty and DJ and Jeff and Sarah and the whole group here at the store, uh, the group uh, cooking pizzas today, the group feeding us. Uh, they, what a And Buller, thank you for coming down, and what a great group here at the store. It's been so fun. Man. Yeah, loved it. Loved meeting a lot of, of, of you know people coming in, uh, shopping. They're still rolling through, so thanks for having me down, and I know Lockman stopped by earlier so a fun day as we are on the cusp of uh of what will be a, i think a real fun entertaining playoff series with the old foe denver nuggets well you know it, this was the perfect remote on the perfect day gordon because we got to have bowler and lock and extended interviews with both of them here at the store on the eve of the playoffs i mean it it just turned out to be a great store uh, great show oh and gordon's list was in there too i guess yeah yeah and oh, the convoy well. came down for pizza. And the co- we got to see the convoy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the heck with everything else. I'm looking forward to digging into that, uh, that good food. Yeah, buddy, you're going to love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's terrific. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're great. And by the way, uh, we want to remind people that uh, the 1280 deal is not just for today. They've had some success with it. So they've go, uh, gone ahead and extended it till tomorrow. I believe DJ mentioned they're usually open around noon, uh, slinging lunch for pizza. So that, that 1280 deal will be around tomorrow. A pizza, wings, and a 32-ounce drink for just $12.80. And, uh, and uh, I want to thank everybody for listening in Austin, for producing. Uh, David Locke for dropping by. Howard Beck for uh, jumping on with us. Uh, Bowler, can't thank you enough for coming down and hanging out with us today, man. You're the best. Great to see you, and uh, Jazz Nation, here we go. Buckle up for a big one on Monday. (laughs) Gordon, uh, next time I talk to you, we'll be breaking down uh, the postgame or after the game for the first playoff game. So you enjoy your weekend, my friend. That's right. We'll all be wide awake because uh, the game is starts at what time, Bowler? 1130? Uh, that's, that's 11 o'clock pregame brunch. I'll be serving pancakes and quiche. So. <laughs> Maybe a grapefruit. Oh, boy. Maybe a grapefruit slice at the end. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you on Monday on the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.